Welcome back to Travels with Alicia. It's still January in 2024. I feel cold and dreary, and I can't wait to start planning all my 2024 travels. So one of the things I always do is kind of reflect on my year and say, what are the top travel resolutions that I have going forward into this year to make my trips better? So it's not my bucket list of where I'm going. It's more like these are the things I'm going to do to make my travel better in 2024. So let me share those 10 with you that I have this year. Number one, book your international travel approximately six months in advance. And I know not everyone plans that far in advance, but if you can, it really makes a difference. You can get better pricing. You have a huge selection of flights because almost all the airlines have their flights arranged, especially international flights, six months in advance. And try to do the bookings on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Sunday because sometimes the new schedules are out or they'll change the fares um, and you can sometimes get better pricing. So that's the first one. Number two is I'm going to be really careful about getting the best flight, not necessarily the cheapest. And I'll just briefly tell you what I'm talking about. You might find a cheap flight, but if you have two connections and you land at three in the morning, to me, that may not be worth it. So be really careful when you find the cheapest flight. If it doesn't work, you might be able to find one literally for less than $100 more. That's a perfect flight. So I was able to do this when I planned my trip to Japan. I found a nonstop flight from D.C. to Tokyo that landed at 11 in the morning, which is perfect. By the time I got to my destination, I could have some lunch and then check right into my hotel. And this was about $1,100, but I could have found a cheaper flight for $980. But again, it had several connections, and it got me into Tokyo in the middle of the night. So that's my example of spending that extra $100 to have a nonstop flight and landing at 11 in the morning made all the difference. So be careful, pick the best flight, not necessarily the cheapest. Number three, don't follow the crowd when picking your travel destinations. So as I've been sitting back trying to say, what do I wanna do in 2024? You know, there's always the bucket list that come out on YouTube and magazines. Everyone's naming the best places to visit in 2024 or or now. And sometimes what happens is all of a sudden the airfares and the hotels all become more expensive. So try not to follow the crowd. Sometimes I'll see something on that list and I'm like, oh, I really wanted to go there. But I'll just stick it in the back of my mind and say, once all the hype dies down, I'll definitely get there. But if it's the top place to go next year or this year, I'm not going to try to do that unless I find a good deal. But be careful. Don't just follow the crowd. So let's move on to number four. Don't over plan your activities. That doesn't mean don't do your research. So I always do research for where I'm going. I like to have a map to like see the big picture of where I am. I look at what are the top places that I want to visit. But I don't think I'm going to visit everything. Like there could be 10 or 15 places in any major city that are really top notch. But I don't recommend putting more than like two or three on your list. If you get to more than two or three, that's just 
that's just the gravy. That's extra. If you try to pack too much into your travel, it becomes exhausting and not as much fun. I can't tell you how many times people tell me they need a vacation from their vacation. So again, don't overplan. Number five, this is one's controversial, but get your cash in advance and don't rely on ATMs. So I always do this, and this is not what others do, but I can tell you it is such a de-stressor when you're planning your trip. So almost everywhere I've gone, I will go to my bank and I'll get cash converted in advance. And I am careful about how I carry it, where I carry it, that I don't put it all together. But I am not the person who has to find an ATM machine over and over again on a trip. I also notice people all in a panic because the ATM is out of cash. People have to eat in restaurants to take credit cards because they don't have cash. It's all around their money. And let me tell you, it's much easier to do it in advance. I highly recommend it. I'm not saying don't use an ATM or don't bring your credit cards to do that, but just have at least a good amount of cash that you're never in a panic. I'm actually a little bit in a panic because I'm planning a trip to Vietnam in the next month and my bank does not carry that currency. So I might end up having to pay a little extra and converting it in the airport just because I don't want to rely on ATMs. So number six, my number six uh, tip is luggage. You might be thinking, I'm going to say, use a carry-on and don't pack big luggage. But I'm not. I'm going to tell you, do what's comfortable for you. So, and know your trip. I don't do well with just a carry-on. I usually travel for two to three weeks at a time, and I can't fit everything I need in a carry-on. So I just make sure that I have lightweight luggage with really good wheels, and I am careful about where I'm staying so that I, I'm acknowledging that I have big luggage and I don't want to stay somewhere that I have to carry my luggage up like four flights of steps. I've done that and learned. And I also am careful about how I'll be moving between cities and things like that. Big luggage doesn't really bode well with, you know, certain trains and things like that. So I'm just careful. I do what works for me. Also, one more tip I can give you around your luggage is make sure you put the reusable bags inside your luggage. Like I use the big TJ Maxx bags and I put one in the bottom and a lot of times I put one on the top of my luggage before I close it up. And I can use them. Well, one, they protect. So in case there's a lot of water or rain or something happens uh, or your luggage gets um, damaged, it's actually protecting your things. But then I also use it if I'm going to the stores, wherever I'm traveling to, or even just for a laundry basket. I keep my dirty in one and then take it to wherever the laundry is in, in that area. So don't forget to do that. Number seven is packing. And I have lots of things that I could say here. You can probably do a whole episode on just packing. But here's my top tips for packing. I like to use packing cubes. I did in my whole life, but I have for probably like maybe the last eight or nine years, and they make a difference for me. It's just a good way to keep organized, especially if you are putting dirty clothes in one so that you're keeping things separate. Also, if you're traveling with a family, it's fun to have packing cubes. Everybody has their own color. And then this way you can prevent in case someone's luggage gets stolen, 
what we used to do is switch. Like, everyone give me one of your cubes, and I give you mine. And those cubes might have in it enough for, like, two days, like two outfits or something. And that was a great way. And we did, you know, with our travels over the years, we have lost a luggage or two. And knowing that we had um, those extra outfits was always helpful. I'd say, you know, try to include some color when you're packing. I know people try to pack, like, it's small as they can and bring as, you know, the least things they can. And so when I do that, I end up with an entire black wardrobe. So try to add some color or pick a color scheme or, you know, if you're doing black and gray, add one color at least so that you don't look back and say, why was I in black in every single picture? And I guess the last thing I'm going to say is just respect the culture of where you're going. So when you're packing, Think about where you're going. If you're going into temples, if you're going places, please pack appropriate clothing. It's kind of a pain to have to like rent the clothes or buy something right in front of the temple to put on. So make sure you have something that's more conservative that'll cover up. Number eight is check your travel documentation. And um, this is just funny or not funny, but you really need to make sure your passport, you have at least six months after your return date on that passport. I went to Mexico recently and my husband's passport was expired. And you think you can just go down and and get it renewed in a day if you have an emergency? Well, not so easy anymore. So he unfortunately missed that trip. So please check your travel documents and your visa requirements way in advance. So if if you make a mistake, you still have time to get it corrected. Number nine is plan your phone or your data strategy. If you're going to especially be out of the country, make sure you either get a SIM card. Now there's eSIM. You can just go online and, and get an eSIM and then or portable Wi-Fi. We did that in Japan and that worked. So I think it's like maybe just doing some research online on what works best for the countries you're going to. When I go to Mexico, it's super easy because all we do is call um, our carrier and get a Mexico one-month plan on. And that'll give me unlimited data and phone for under $50 a month. So there's depending on where you're going, just get that planned in advance. You don't want to land somewhere and not know how you're going to stay connected to everyone. And it's also a safety thing. You want to make sure you have internet when you're out walking around. And my last tip, number 10, is be very thoughtful about how you're going to document your trip. And I'm really going to focus on this in 2024. I want to make sure I take pictures and videos, but I don't want to do it at the expense of experiencing the destination. So I try when I go somewhere to take a bunch of pictures in the beginning and then put the phones away so that you can actually enjoy the trip. I know it's hard because some of these places are so fantastic. You take a bunch of pictures and then 15 minutes later you see something else and everything comes out again. But do your best to try to be thoughtful and not have that phone in your hand the entire time that you're experiencing something fantastic and beautiful for the first time. Another thing is to make sure you know how to store your information. So I use Google Photos. I pay a small amount a month for extra storage. And this way I can, over time, and I'm not organized, so this is something, again, I'm going to work more on. But you can get really organized about saving that your trips, for, you know, your pictures from and videos from each trip so that you're organized. 
So I really appreciate you joining me. I hope these tips have been good and you enjoyed these resolutions that I know I'm going to continue to work on. Stay tuned for the next episode where I will cover the extremely cool towns of New Hope, Pennsylvania and Lambertville, New Jersey. Although they're in two different states, they're twin cities separated by the Delaware River. 